Hello everyone, Carter here, bringing you another episode of Out of the Hourglass, presented by Nolan Consulting Group. Today's episode features a conversation with NCG coach Catherine Freeman and our business consultant analyst, Deidre Ellis. Their conversation revolves around process documentation. How are things tracked in your company? How do people know who is in charge of what? Deidre is an expert when it comes to implementing these systems and offers a superb insight on how to incorporate effective process documentation into every aspect of your business. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to rate and subscribe. Enjoy the show. Joining us today is Deidre Ellis, business analyst and uh, extraordinary person. Um, She and I are going to be focusing our time today on what exactly is a process documentation and how to make that happen within the framework of your business. Uh, Dee, introduce yourself and tell everyone uh, about what you do. Well, thanks for that intro, Catherine. Uh, I am um, a business consultant analyst is my official title at Nolan Consulting Group, Uh, but uh, I have a few uh, special skills in my wheelhouse, one of them being uh, project implementation, another one being process documentation, Uh, and I also... uh, pretty much assist the coaches with anything that they might need in the way of spreadsheets and tools. Uh, it's, it's my pleasure to be there as support for the entire team as much as I can. D, I have a problem with the formula. Can you fix it by one? Um, definitely. Definitely. Um, well, thank you very much. And uh, just to let everybody know what we're talking about today, it's, it's process documentation. It's about creating and understanding the workflow in your business, working to understand best practices. So not only are there best practices in your business, but how you can then have a conversation with your coach about other potential best practices within the Nolan Consulting Group. Um, and then lastly, of course, how to, how to actually put that into place. So uh, let's just jump right in. So, so Dee, let's, let's start with that. What exactly is a process documentation? We know what it means, but what does it mean for the audience? So for, for us, especially at Nolan Consulting Group, we, we look at um, process documentation being a key activity for a business, especially what we call the company process or the contractor's process. And what that entails is documenting from start to finish from the time a customer uh, calls in uh, regarding a new project to uh, completion of that project and payment. Um, Whatever steps are taken within that, uh, we want to have that documented for the company. Right. So it's really a blueprint, right? It's a it's an opportunity to take a 30,000 foot view over your business and identify all the little juggers and jigs and zigs and sags that actually make a complete project. Exactly. Going from department to department uh, as a project changes hands through the company. We want to see that um, it can be written or it can even be visual as in a flow chart. Good, good. Um, I think that making sure that you also have your processes completely documented before you're actually sitting down to do this so that there is a mini workflow as it, as it might be 
within each of those steps so that you can take that 30,000 foot view and understand and analyze it, right? Exactly. Good. Um, so tell me a little bit about what we, why we would consider this to be a critical success in the businesses that we work with. So uh, in looking at the company process, you're actually creating a view of everything that your company does and how um, each role relates to the other uh, when you're working with a customer. So uh, in having that, you create consistency in the team, um, consistency in that customer experience, um, consistency in how things are done. Um, you also have an understanding of um, who is doing what. So how my job relates to their job and how my tasks relate to their tasks. So that you're taking a look um, at the possibility for improvements, the possibility for uh, bottlenecks uh, when changes happen. Um, so it's important to see how exactly how things are done in order to even make that a springboard for improvement within the company. Would you, I mean, is this something that is best left to businesses over $5 million? Uh, I would say it's best left to every business. Every business should understand what their, what their process is. Every business should have that uh, documented because uh, things change, teams change, and when you don't recognize how you're doing things, what is, what is the saying, um, those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it. So when you don't have an understanding of what your current process is and you start layering changes upon changes upon changes, you may not know the core of what an issue might be. Um, you might be creating redundancies and, and a number of inefficiencies just by adding more people to something that didn't need more people. It just might have needed a tool. Right, right. Um, I liked that idea of uh, the redundancies and efficiencies because there's something like shining, you know, a flashlight on the interior process to really see what is happening in the business. And, you know, then, then ultimately you can provide a better customer service experience because there's no, there's no holes in the process, right? Exactly. Uh, so tell me, what are the things that we are looking for? Or, or you know, maybe, maybe the better question is, where, where exactly do we start? So when we look at a company um, to document their process, uh, we're talking about the act of documenting the process, correct? Mm -hmm. So what we're looking to do is get the input of, um, or at least a representation of the entire team. It does not have to be your entire staff involved in documenting your process, but you do need your key players involved. Um, so that we are actually being, we are actually able to um, put to paper all the steps from the time someone, from the time a lead calls you to uh, the transitions to different departments um, from sales to operations and then the transition from operations to maybe bookkeeping. Um, so we're, we're better able to have a fuller 
um, view of the steps from the people that actually make those steps. So, so you've, you've identified some of the people and departments that we'd want, but take me back into uh, how would we like, how would we set up a process documentation? What is the, how much time does a business owner want to set aside and what, what do they want to make sure they've got at the ready? So typically um, you want to call a meeting of those uh, particular key players uh, for about, I would say at least three hours. Um, maybe four. Uh, sometimes it can take more. It depends on how intricate the process is and what the company actually does. Um, but you want to set aside that time, schedule that time with all of the people, ideally all of the people in the room at the same time. Um, you find that uh, the questions that come up uh, to clarify what a step is um, happens because someone who's not part of that department is like, well, wait, how do you, how, wait, so you, you sell it, but what happens then? Um, so you need those questions. Um, so you want to set up that time and you want to have, uh, you know, I love trees, but a lot of times visually it's so much easier if people can see what you're doing. So having, um, a large white wall or a large whiteboard and post-its. Post-its are your friend along with the markers that you're gonna use. And basically you take pen to paper, marker to post-it and write each step along the way and post them on that wall so that people can see visually from one step to the next where, um, where a lead or a project might be going. And I, and I feel like it's really important to hammer that point home. Having alternative perspectives in the room helps to make sure that there is no, yeah, but that's the way we do it. Or I thought that that's how we've been doing it all this time. Um, we, we call that a curse of knowledge. You know, tell me a little bit about what that might mean in this, in this instance. So in, in this is instance with a company, it, a lot of times people are like, well, yeah, we just know. That's the curse of knowledge. You don't talk about it. You don't explain it to anyone because you just think that everyone knows the same thing. Um, I find that when I go to a company to, um, to actually do this process documentation, the best part of it is that I'm an outsider. So I'm I won't say I'm playing dumb because I actually don't know. So I'm asking all the key questions that need to be asked that everyone just assumes, well, everyone in this room knows exactly what that's about. Everyone right. knows a customer calls in and talks to Julie. And, right. and everyone knows that Julie takes down all of the information, but I don't know where that information is being recorded. I need right. to know that. And I would even take it a step further. Julie answers the phone, but the way Julie answers the phone is different from the way Fred answers the phone. And right then, from the moment the phone is answered, you've got a totally different process. So I think it is, it's, it's you, know, you know, doing this exercise frees up everybody to understand exactly what's happening without any preconceived notions. Well, of course, we answer the phone, you know, thank you for calling the Nolan Consulting Group. This is Catherine. Can I help you? I've never said that. <laughs> so it's good. It's, I think, an important step today. Um, 
when we when we think about uh, the process, I think we're also looking to make sure that we don't have well too many fingers in the pot. By which I mean, you know, are they going from Julie to Fred, back to Julie, back to Fred? Like, how can we streamline the operations and the communications? Um, do you find, having done this before, that you can point out efficiencies and, and help to say, well, if you simply ask this question here, we might eliminate that step? So definitely. Um, ideally, when you're, um, when you're actually documenting the process, you want to just go with the flow and not, not start to look for issues at that point in time. You might find issues. But um, parking lot them. Don't, don't get sidetracked by what your ideal uh, company process is. Stay with what you're actually doing because changes cascade over each other. So by starting with what you have, you in full, you have a better understanding um, when you start to make those changes or make those improvements um, that they'll stick and that they're the right changes and the right improvements. And you're not throwing another wrench into the works somewhere down the line. I like that, you know, it's, it's always vital to make sure that, at the, at really at the beginning of any meeting, but here in particular, that you've got somebody who is documenting those parking lot ideas so that you can capture them, but they do not then interrupt the flow. So good point, thanks for bringing that up. Um, Tell me, what, you know, we, we're talking about now making the assumption that we've, we've captured everything, we have the flow through, the parking lot items are over here, somebody owns that so we can bring it back in. Um, how can this help you to uh, correct operational challenges or hit operational challenges? So um, you had said it earlier, it sheds a light um, on uh, the different pivot points in, um, in handling a customer or handling um, or going through your process. So what happens is when you have a bottleneck or you have an issue um, with what you think might be a person, um, it could actually be in your process. So being able to take a look at from beginning to end where or even from um, a specific point in the process, how it's coming to that person, you might say, hey, sales have increased and we've taken care of feet on the street. We're doing awesome with hiring, but we haven't done anything to, um, to uh, support the admin staff in handling that kind of volume. And so you might find that you think that, oh, um, Mary's dropping the ball because we're not getting billing out fast enough, even though we're completing these projects. And what may actually be happening is in looking at the process, hey, does, does the invoice have to come from Mary? Or does, do the guys tell Mary that she needs to invoice today? Or you know, where is that actually happening? And is it happening at the right time? You know, I think that, uh, if, if I might say a couple of years ago, Nolan Painting changed their format, seeing that they weren't, um, they weren't working through their invoices quickly enough. The invoices were coming directly from the office and um, 
they were coming from the office after the project was completed, but the triggers weren't there um, to where payment was being made. So they started to have the guys actually submit the invoice to the customer and get the payment, payment right? Solicit, solicit the payment at the time the job is complete. You know, yeah. get her done. Get her done. So, you know, as opposed to let things sit, you know, 10, 20, 30 days out. Right. Um, one of the other things that we've seen happen is looking at it from even just a tool perspective. And it could be that you've got an estimating platform that is not speaking to your project management tool, that is not speaking to your, um, you know, that you might actually have tools, too many tools. There may be a tool that you could use more often than another tool. So you can, you can actually then also have some efficiencies uh, suggested or, or highlighted because maybe the tools aren't working the way we want them to, right? Exactly. Um, you know, does your, does your CRM, uh, your customer relationship manager, could it speak directly to your project management tool? So when, um, when someone actually signs their, uh, signs off their uh, letter of agreement for the project, why is there a trigger that it could go directly into your project management tool for someone to assign? Um, so there's, there's a lot of opportunities. Um, I feel like technology is the one, um, the one area where, um, it's worth revisiting your process almost every six months to a year because not only um not only are tools better uh but uh upgrades happen all the time and not everybody on the team may be aware that you know uh suddenly there is a new integration with the existing tool that you're using and it might help you it might integrate with google docs or or google sheets and you might be able to track something better or have it be available for the entire team so it's i think it's super important to keep to keep the eye on the technology as well good um so speaking of uh, technology and tools um, we've got a few that we would use and suggest for the um, process documentation. So using the contractor's process and we talked about, you know, paper and markers to get it all set up. But what are the things that a business really should be considering in terms of that technology to help make the business flow? So you know, first and foremost, um, as a contractor, an estimating tool is key. So if somebody is, um, is still putting pen to paper, um, that's, that's not what this world needs at this point. Um, customers want to get their quotes the minute you walk out their door, made <laughs> standing in front of them. So, you know, a number, um, a number of companies, um, that we, um, that are our clients use uh, tools such as um, Rocket Estimate or, I'm sorry, Estimate Rocket. Um, and uh, another tool is Jobber. Uh, so there, there are a lot of, of 
even industry specific tools out there, um, especially for estimating. And some are both estimating and our uh, uh, CRMs as well. So customer relationship managers. Um, one, one CRM that I'm specifically familiar with is uh, Pipeline Deals. Um, but there are a number of others out there that can help track those customers electronically. Um, and when you have a cloud-based tool, that means your whole team knows at the same time what's right. going on. Speaking of cloud-based tools and everybody knowing, I mean, one of the things that I, I always think about in terms of helping to keep workflow moving is the digital calendar. Um, and as a salesperson or a business owner, keeping your calendar open to the people who are uh, answering the phones, scheduling projects, you know, whatever it might be, um, keeping that open and available to them means that you can be more efficient about the whole workflow because instead of somebody calling in and getting a, I gotta check with the salesperson before I schedule, you are able to capture them right away. So just a personal plug. Open up your calendar. Um, so now, so now we've taken some time to document all of this. We know where all the ins and outs are. We've even corrected maybe some issues in the moment where we, what do you mean, Julie and Fred are both answering the phones a different way. Uh, we've even we've even corrected some things. Now, how do we how do we roll that out to the team? So this is where the the documentation end of things comes in. So uh, just recently, um, I took that, um, that documentation meeting and I created a guide for uh, one of our clients so that they had a, a process or um, a guide for their way of doing things. And um, we had an entire team meeting that I was lucky enough to be a part of where this guide was rolled out. Um, the team was told this is, this is the way, this is the general way that we, we do things, that we handle a project. And we expect this to be a reference for the team. We expect this to be a training tool for new team members, um, to keep everybody on the same page, to bring them into um, their world. Um, and we also expect it to be a living document. So that means that any team member that's seeing a hiccup in the process that's seeing an issue where a change might need to happen um, should be saying so so that there's an understanding that um, that you know business changes uh, it's inevitable and so um, you know being able to have the entire team have that pool of resources to make those suggestions um, of what might improve the process for everyone I think is is um, priceless, right? Um, so there's a level of transparency. I think you know. Um, I think oftentimes we, and even the contractor's process itself, right, is set up into very clear. There's an admin role. There's a sales role. There's an operations role. There's a billing role, um, and so the the really the assumption is that there are divisions, departments separations, church and state. Um, silos. Silos, that's a good word. Um, but really this, this transparency means that everybody can be on the same page. Because ultimately, 
uh, what what keeps us moving is the revenue that is generated. And so everybody is engaged. Moment to end is the we're 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 focused on making sure that the customer is satisfied, that we're collecting our revenues, that we're all getting paid. So I, I like the transparency piece of it. Uh, so D, you know, that sounds that sounds great. How often should we do something like this process documentation so that you know we can see what's happening in the business? So I would say at least annually, um, the business owner should be sitting down with some key players to review, um, to review the process for um, any critical changes that may have happened over the year and what might be needed, whether the changes were with um, staff members um, or uh, or the changes happened out in the field um, with how somebody is executing um, a particular piece of the project. Uh, I think it's, it's really important to review and keep it living, keep it a living right. document and valid, uh, valid every time you train a new person that they right. see exactly what is current. Right. Because you know, there, a lot can happen in the course of a year. You could have people cycle through some roles. You could have technology changes. You could introduce a revenue stream. You could take a revenue stream away. You could, you know, there are the, the, the what could happen is endless, but that process documentation does need to be pretty clear. Um, it doesn't need to be as complicated though as the first time you do it, right? It doesn't need to be a four hour sit down, everybody with post-its. Definitely not. Definitely not. Once you've put pen to paper the first time, um, you've you've got something good going that just requires some revision, right? Tweaking. Now, now you mentioned earlier. So at the top of the call, you mentioned that this is something that you are particularly good at. You also mentioned during the call that you've done this a couple times for businesses. Um, you know, do you do you have like is this something that we could do virtually? Because we're we're, we're living in a virtual world right now. And is this something that you can, you know, help a business with on a virtual level? Definitely, definitely. Uh, the documentation piece might be a little different. I might not be able to have a white wall with post-its behind me that someone could actually see on Zoom. But, um, but yeah, we could definitely document it electronically, share, share that, um, moving through the process electronically, discuss it all, um, and, and at the end have a full and um, fleshed out company process. Good, good. Um, something that I would recommend, I think, is, is you know, as a, as a coach, knowing some of the businesses that I work through, now, not everybody knows how to do this. They've got a they've got a glimmer, and certainly we've captured a lot of good information today. Uh, but you know, always you have we have a we have a team of experts. The Nolan Consulting Group has a team of experts, and so when you have something like this that you want to have completed in your office, check in with us because we might be able to help you with it. So. Well, Dee, any, any last wise words for the audience out there that uh, you might want to share? I just think um, I am passionate about uh, documenting company processes. Uh, it may be my innate curiosity about how a company does what they do, um, but I think it's one of the greatest springboards for um, 
for improvement and a smooth running business and, and hopefully uh, getting the business owner out of the hourglass by having their team see what happens. Perfect. That's perfect. Well, thanks very much, Dee, for joining us today. I appreciate your time. And uh, for everyone out there, if you've got any further questions about how it is that we can help you with this, please don't hesitate to contact uh, us in the office. You can contact Carter or you can contact your coach and say, this is something that I'd like to do and have for me. So thanks again. Everybody have a great afternoon. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm located outside Philadelphia. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd like to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.